You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow Strictly Anonymous Podcast, Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strict Anonymous. Um, if you haven't subscribed to my show, subscribe to my show. If you want to be on the show, you could go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com, and you could be on the show. Uh, uh, this is a call and advice show where I talk to people about all kinds of things. So if you want to vent about something, if you have a problem, if you want to talk about a secret life that you have that you haven't been able to tell anyone, you could be on my show. And you'll remain totally anonymous. I actually change like most of the people's voices. I think people can't really tell because I just sort of changed the pitch, which makes them sound like a totally different person, but like a normal person still. So just so you know, I could change your voice because people write in listeners of the show that wind up being on my show and they don't know that I could change voices, but I can. So if you want to really remain anonymous, like you really do, I don't ask you any fucking questions call me from a block number, like it's the real deal, anonymous. I just want you to be honest about uh, your story. You could be on my show. So send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and you could be on the show. You could uh, go to be on the show on that website. There's also buy my book. I wrote a book. I drew a book. It's a graphic novel about my crazy relationships. And if you want to know more about me or if you want to make yourself feel better about yourself because you're like have really bad relationships and you just one after the other, you can read my book. I, you'll feel like uh, a similarity. Is that just correct grammar? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, normally I would probably redo this intro because of that stupid thing I just said, but I'm not going to today because I have places to be, people to see, that kind of shit. So anyway, um, I'm going to get right to the person that I have on the show today, which is Tommy. Anybody who's been listening to my show for a while knows that Tommy, or from the beginning, I've been doing my show for like four years now. It feels like a year, but it's four years actually. In the first year or so maybe, I had a co-host named Tommy and people loved him. Um, And I had to fire him. And we talk about why I fired him. So if you want that information, you'll get it on this this podcast. (laughs) Um, He's no longer a part of the show. We knew each other really well. There's episodes out there that you could listen to. He was a long-term booty call of mine. He's actually in my book as well uh, that I wrote. He's a cha- <laughs> he's a chapter. Uh, so I kind of dated him. And then I fucked him for like eight years as like my booty call. So we talk about those kind of things on previous episodes. There's one where uh, me and Tommy talked all about our relationship, like the SEX part of our relationship. Um, we also talked about Tommy's recent divorce because he was married and then he got divorced right after he stopped being on the show. Uh, we did an episode about that. And so if you want to find those episodes and listen to more shit about this guy, Tommy, you could find those episodes. And I think to get ones past 100, you got to go on com and Google Strictly Anonymous and you'll see all my 200 plus episodes. Um, but today we talk about like whether how he's doing since his divorce, because typically I call the divorcees like dickless divorcees, because I find that a lot of my guy friends come out of divorces and they're just so bitter and so defeated and so different um, as people than who they were before 
they got married. You know, they just got got no game. It's almost like their dick was chopped off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I checked in with Tommy to see if he's still a dickless divorcee because personally I thought that he was when he came out of his divorce. His divorce was pretty fucking bad. And if you want to hear that story, like I said, go listen to that episode. There's one uh, about it. But we talk about like what's going on with him now. Is he dating anyone? Is he fucking a lot of girls? Because that's what he used to do. He was a big player when I knew him before he got married. So we talk about like what's going on with him now. Is he still a dickless divorcee? Is you got to stay tuned to find out. So I'm going to be right back on with Tommy. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous. Uh, hey, Tommy. Welcome back to your old stomping ground, the Strictly Anonymous podcast. <laughs> Would yes, that be I'm what back. you call it? You're back. I know. Well, I made the show famous, and then I had to leave. And, you know, People you've did just like been you. floundering the last uh, year or two without me. Uh, yeah. Shit happens. Oh, my God. It's never been better without you. I mean, I hate to say it's, it. It's <laughs> never been better. <laughs> than when I'm on the podcast. People really liked you. I'm sure I lost some people when I, when you left, but I, I don't care. I love doing it on my own. If for people that are new listeners that listen to my podcast, uh, me alone, I had a co-host uh, when I first started out. I think you were with me for maybe like a, how long, Tommy? Like a year? We were, yeah, for a while. We did a lot of shows. Yeah, you did a lot of shows with me. You were about a year. You were, uh, it was very different. It was a different format. Uh, a lot of things were different with you on the show. It was very devastating when I, I had to fire you because I was like, how the fuck am I going to do it without you? But now that I've done it without you for a long time, I actually prefer it, though, you know, I'm sure you feel differently. Yes, because I kept you in check from just like running the mouth all the time and bullying the people. First of all, I don't think anybody... I, first of all, no, I never bullied my callers. Wait, wait, just so, you know, <laughs> just so you know, I never bullied my callers. I bullied you, okay? So take you out no, of the you, equation and there's no fucking bully. I would bully you because I personally felt like you gave the worst advice. It was like dumb it down therapy, okay? But yet, this is the truth. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna tell the truth is that people loved your advice. People thought you were like the voice of reason, but I didn't fucking like it, and it was my podcast. I mean, I didn't fire you for that reason. I I'm always down for a good fucking debate, right? Like I liked having you on. I thought we have very good chemistry. I thought you were very good for the show. I didn't care that people seemed to like you better than me. I didn't care about any of that. What I cared about were was you were like the most irresponsible, flaky, and every other synonym that goes with those words, that's what you are. And I couldn't deal with it anymore. It's like it was very, it was beyond difficult. It got to the point where it wasn't doable to actually set anything up with you. So that's why I had to fire you. I mean, there were some compliments in that. I'll take it. 
<laughs> yeah, I think you should take the compliments and avoid the the trashing because you know it's fucking true. Okay, and I think that the trashing and the and and the the irresponsibility and the flakiness, I think that that comes into play in like your dating life and like in the stuff that we're going to talk about today. Because like I seem to always think for some reason, because I'm fucking dumb or like I just forget things sometimes. And this is like a note to fucking women and men out there that like when someone treats you a certain way like I the way you used to treat me in every aspect I always just thought it was because you knew me really well because you've been there done that we fucked a million times like you're my booty call guy everybody that listened to the show knows this stuff right and you so I just felt like your shitty treatment of me and your flakiness and all that stuff was just the way you treated me because <laughs> you knew me really well and I assumed that if you met somebody new right you would be yeah. like not like that at all right but it turns out i hooked you up with one of my friends who shall remain we'll call her judy i hooked you up with my one of my friends and you treated her exactly the same way and i was like are you fucking kidding me like it turns out that this is Listen, just who you are wait before you go on your little tangent box here, yeah mm -hmm. there's two sides to every story sure okay. i mean i don't know that we're going to rehash that All but but no, but i'm just not going to rehash it but mm -hmm. let, let me be fair to everybody who's going to listen um i was you know i've been now divorced i filed for divorce anniversary coming up three years okay um officially you know officially legally it's about a a year and a half a little more i spent about a year in court you know i would yeah we're not um, get into that shit not judge so, Judy. You know, we're not getting into it anyway this is the backstory that it was um i was divorced and wait, wait i'll you tell know, you the backstory I, I, you were a dickless divorcee that's what i call it men that get divorced especially when like i mean you let's just tell the backstory of your divorce your wife cheated on you like okay wife, okay stop Okay. Let, me, let me just finish the way we were going. With oh, that. okay. I'm sorry. This is why we, this is what so, used to be. The podcast used to be like how yeah, irritating. You got <laughs> to get slapped and put in your place every once in a while. Okay, go. Um, even on your own show. Uh, <laughs> so so yeah. I was like, fuck it. Let me get out there. You know, I, I, I run and operate two businesses. Plus, yeah, I don't know, know how you do that with the way you have. You don't get back to people. <laughs> yeah. And, well, how I work in business is a little different. Thank but anyway, God. I started seeing your friend a little bit on the side. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, very nice girl. Mm -hmm. Very, very nice girl. Has nothing bad to say about her. Um, you know, she got a little wild when she got intoxicated. But that was uh, one time. First of all, that was only one time. So let's not it, talk about no, that. Whoa, whoa, it progressed whoa, whoa, stop, from that. It, stop, no, no, what do you mean Stop. stop. Because I'm not making fun of that. I was actually going to say I kind of liked it. She didn't get like crazy, you know, she didn't do anything wrong. She just got a little, you yeah, know, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. It was a first date. Yeah. Um, we went out a couple of times. We banged. Meanwhile, she lived in the farthest reaches of Brooklyn known to man. You know that, right? Yeah, I've been to her place many times. I drove there. I have okay. a car too. You so had a car. I traveled there. I traveled there a bunch of times. Brought her here. We went out to some very nice dinners. You know, we hooked up a few times. But she being, I don't know, we don't want to give it away, but she's from a different country. And what her, I guess, the communication in her culture, 
they are a little bit colder. You know what I mean? They're not very... They're not like you. Like, if something's bothering you, Kathy, you won't shut the fuck up about it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. They, they're they a little bit colder. They're a little more guarded. You know what I mean? So, maybe... You couldn't I read was, her is what you're trying to say. You couldn't read I her. Couldn't, I, I couldn't read her. Mm-hmm. But I was also... You know, and, and, and I'm not using this as like, you know, this is why. But I also had just gone through a divorce. Maybe it could be I was emotionally a little bit more needy. And yeah, that's the ridiculous divorce. Her, See, that's what I was her, just going to bring up. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And then uh, her being a little bit, you know, on the colder side. It just kind of whatever, and then it was, a co- it it was just- like it was like it, it would it wasn't going to go anywhere because she had her things. Listen, a, a lot of women that are older, like it just ha- well, I don't even think it has to do with that. I don't think that she was. I think she is at that point in her life. Like I think a lot of women get to after you've been around the fucking block, and it's not like she was around yeah. the block or anything. Listen. But like she's older. Listen, no, let me talk for a second. She was that a woman. Want- no, no, no. Listen, listen. Women want men. We'll make you repeat that because in case she's listening, she'll want the compliment. But women want okay. men. Okay, there's nothing more attractive to attractive to a woman in her 40s, not 20s. Don't do this to the women in their 20s. Treat women in their 20s like shit and they'll suck your dick like nobody's business. And when women are older, though, it's a whole different ball game. And they want a guy that's going to fucking chase after them. Like they're done chasing after guys that don't like, you know, nobody, they're not into none of that garbage. And a man should be a fucking man. A man should pursue a woman, right? And what happens with this whole, this is why I call men, a lot of men that get divorced, dickless divorcees, is because it's like they come out of divorce and they're either brutalized, like because their wives cheated on them within the marriage, or they're brutalized because all their money was fucking taken from them. I don't know, but they just become very bitter and very insecure, and all of that comes out with them being like the opposite of what a real man would be. They don't pursue; they want the girl to pursue them, and that's what was going on. She wasn't gonna fucking pursue you. It that what kind of man is that she i don't think she was being cold i think she was being normal she wanted you to show that you liked her she did everything to show that she liked you when you asked her out she said yes you just wouldn't fucking show up you wouldn't text back you were like a crazy person and that's the whole point of my conversation was that i couldn't fucking believe okay because i had spent a lot it doesn't matter that i fucked you a million times i always gave you advice for girls we always talked about ourselves we never liked each other we're just sleeping with each other every now and then right and i always gave you advice of girls Stop it. You always, yeah, that was like, read the book, okay? That was like, like 10,000 years ago. You're in my book. You're a fucking chapter in my book, okay? So, yeah, it's in there. That's not a secret, okay? I liked you for one second and I dumped you immediately. Listen, no, listen. So, no, I'm really serious because you're not telling the real fucking story and I'm going to get to I'm the point. I'm trying to, but I can't get a, a No, word this isn't about, we're not highway. rehashing the past. I want to talk about what's going on with you right now. This okay. is supposed to be so a one sentence thing. Some, all right, I just want to know if you're still a, dick, a dickless divorcee. The whole point of that was that you, uh, what I couldn't believe is that you, I was like, holy shit, why did I never think when Tommy was coming to me and telling me about girls he was dating and saying they just fucking disappeared and they went on vacation and I never heard from them again. Like you had a lot of stories like that. You dated like some Miss, Miss America or some Miss something bullshit and like they never got back to you again and like, and I would be like trying to analyze it with you and everything. I never for one second for 
for some reason thought that you treated them the way you treated me. Like, I just didn't think that. Like I said, I thought you were better with other people. I thought I just got, I was special. I really thought I was special, right? But it turned out that that's your fucking game. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Even to my friend, I was like, I cannot believe he's treating you that way. And he's trying to get down your pants or trying to woo you his way. It was like ridiculous. And you liked her. And she was like convinced that you didn't like her because she didn't make sense. And I was trying to tell her like, no, you don't understand. He's so insecure. He can't even, he needs you to sort of give him so much to make him feel good about liking you before he's going to give you anything. So it was like, it was ridiculous, but it's your job, you know, to do that. Anyway, she was, she was very nice. Sex with her was good. Her accent was hot while we were while we were banging, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's all she I have dumped to say about you. That. But um, it, it no one dumped or didn't dump. I didn't call. She didn't call. It died. You uh, know? Okay. Okay. If it makes her feel better that says she dumped me, so be it. Give I'm not saying her. that. I haven't talked to her for a while, so I don't uh, know. But what I last um, remember is maybe you so, haven't gotten back, but, right? It's whatever. Yeah. So what's been going on? Um, nothing. I've been dating here and there. Um, but the question is, you know, like, how do you? What are do you feel, like? Do you have your game back? Like, do you have confidence in yourself? Like, are do you when you're game, chasing after a girl? Game. Do you chase after her? Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. I hope, first of all, at, at my age and where I am in my life, you know, just comfortability and financially, I don't really have to chase anymore, which is cool. What does um, that mean? It means, like, you know, when you reach a certain level and, you know, you do, you, you, you know, you got some things and you're comfortable in your situation, people see that and people pursue you more than you have to pursue that you know you know it just it just dawned on me this really weird thing and i don't know why it never dawned on me before because like the whole time like we we booty called each other and everything like i think i texted you all the time because i'm like a super aggressive girl right like i just i want something and i just fucking make it happen like i don't wait around i wasn't waiting around for you to pursue me because i didn't really like you It wasn't like that kind of a thing right so maybe you're just the type of guy because i just always thought you had game like but it wasn't that it was i had the fucking game maybe Maybe you're just the type of guy, and there are guys like this, and this is maybe why I was able to get along with so, you for so long, because me, you're, like, more passive. Like, you're the type of guy yeah, that wants an, likes an this. aggressive girl. How come every time you invite me on your podcast to talk about where are they now, it's just about, like, you rehashing and then coming at me. Because I really me, know. No, I'm not attacking you. First of all, I'm you, telling you the truth. Like That's you not, have some, if like, you feel some like, pent-up shit. No, first of all, <laughs> you're not that good I of a friend. Think, I do have pent-ups. I, I, my stuff isn't pent- 
My stuff isn't pent up. I tell you all the time what a piece of fucking garbage you are. You're a terrible friend. I have a two and so, uh, almost a two and a half year old son. You've never met him. I live across town. Okay, like fifteen blocks. It's like you're in fucking Siberia. Okay, I think you're a not so great of a friend. You're not that good of a person. You're still flaky. You're really irritating to me on so many levels, and I tell you this all the time to your face. So that's yeah, that is pent up, but it's present pent up shit. Okay, you. Oh, it's in there. It's like. You know, it's right now. It's, it's like I, I had to text you 18 times to get you on the fucking podcast today. It's pent up from two hours ago. It was one time. Listen, I'm the opposite of you. I'm like beyond so do you not hear flaky. A cool fucking, do you want to hear a cool funny dating fucking situation I got myself into? Yeah. All right. So, I, you know, I went on to the online thing, started doing the online thing, whatever, and um, I matched with this one girl. Her, her profile was you know, she looked really cool. She had this, like, whole Mediterranean look going on. And, you know, whatever. We both matched. Texted a little back and forth. She's like, hey, I live right over the bridge in Jersey. You know, would you mind coming out here? I said, no, no problem. She's like, oh, there's this, like, adult-style movie theater where you sit and you can get a bottle of wine and food. And you're in your own little cubby space. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but they're really cool. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. No, they said like a bar. Yeah. They is like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, that sounds awesome. I never did that. Yeah, yeah. sure. I'll meet you there. Mm-hmm. So I go there and there's a bar in the lobby first. And I'm like, all right, cool. This is pretty, you know, all the text rhetoric was like very flowing. And, you know, I was like, all right, yeah, maybe this might be cool. And she walks in. Of course, I get there a little early. She walks in. And I have to say, the bitch completely lied on her profile. Oh, God, this is so boring. Then, Everyone has like 80. Ready, ready? This is the common no, 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 thing. No, 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 listen, listen, listen. It gets so freaking good. Oh, okay. So she walks in. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, what was she? The older pictures, this, yeah, that, yeah. blah, blah, yeah. blah. <laughs> she was literally seven feet tall. <laughs> she was. Wait, wait, literally was she a basketball like player? A, she was a WNBA player huge like her <laughs> hands were triple the size of my hands i was like all right whatever so we had a couple of drink and you want to talk about aggressive she was very aggressive I was like all right let's go up see the movie yeah like, okay we sit down i order a bottle of wine order some apps this movie starts playing some fucking alien movie or whatever <laughs> wait, wait, let me just ask you though. Like after she walks in, you see that she's seven feet tall. Are you like, oh, I could do that? Like, are you still kind of into it? I was, yeah, it was like, okay, yeah, cool. whatever, right. you know. Yeah, okay, Little good. Fucking step ladder, I'll do it. Okay, cool. so we sit at the, we <laughs> sit in the seats. Yeah, and having some wine, and the, you know, meanwhile, I just met this chick ten minutes ago. You uh-huh. know. And, and the movie starts, I sit back, and there's these, like, lounge chair things you're in, and she, like, starts touching the back of my head. I'm like, oh, okay, that's, you know, nice. And I, like, take a sip of my drink, I smile at her, you know. I go back, she leans over, and she starts tonguing my ear. <laughs> and I'm like... That's great. I, I was that's like, all right, there's other, there's other people around and whatever, and, you know, a waiter came over snacking a little bit she stopped and this that and the movie was horrible it was a little weirded out with this girl because i don't know she was just just i don't know there was just a weird energy she leans over she's like come on let's get out of here and i was like all right fine fuck it we went back downstairs to the bar 
we had another drink or two and she's just like she was in the military like she was a beast and i'm like all right i'm not feeling it plus it was getting late i was like all right cool i was like listen i'm gonna call for my you know uber back to the city and she's like no 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 no. i'll drive you i'll drive you and i was like no you've been drinking we've been drinking it's a she's like got really forced so she, no i insist my car's right outside i was like all right fine fuck it drive me and we get in she has this huge suburban <laughs> with kids cleats and soccer balls fucking flying all over the place how old is she i was like She's like, uh, she's like a 39, you okay. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 38. Okay. Um, How old are you now? Full, I'm 42. Okay. So flying over the bridge down the West Side Highway, I mean fast, and this big car, big woman, and I had told her what she, did, you know, what I did with my club and you know, whatever, where I lived. Yeah, you own a so gay bar. Yeah. I'm just going to say you own a gay bar and a steakhouse. All right, all right, all right. No, the time right, people so, don't, people so don't listen, don't in. know who you are. All right. So we go in and we get in front of my place. She dropped me off. I said, oh, yeah, thanks. I'll, I'll give you a call. You know, I was like, she goes, well, you're not going to invite me into your club for a drink. <laughs> and I was like. All right, sure, yeah, come on in. Yeah, she parked right across the street. Oh, my God. We go in. Everybody sees me walk in with this fucking broad, and they were like, what? We sit down. Everybody's being so nice to her. It was a pack night. She was loving it. We got a drink or whatever, and I was like, okay, well, you know, all right, I'm going to go, and I'm like, you know, good to see you. I'm going to go. She goes, will you leave upstairs, right? I said, yeah. She's like, well, you're not going to take me home and fuck me, aren't you? She's like, aren't you going to take me home and fuck me? And I was like, I was like, what? She's like, listen, I got three fucking kids. I got a babysitter tonight. I'm getting fucked. Oh, my God. I, I almost love this girl. The right to right. no, no bullshit. She's just making shit happen for herself. She's kind of like, great. Please tell but me you fucked her. No, I didn't. So she was a little oh, unkempt. Oh, still a dickless like, divorcee. The old Tommy would have fucked her I, like crazy. Listen what I did, what, it, what happened. So I was like, I can't with this girl. I'm not really turned on by her. And she's getting a little grosser and grosser and sloppy. And like, you know, it was just a turn off. And um, you had a girl shit like, on you once while you were having sex with her. I, I mean, she really shitting. dumped a load on you, like for real, like All real right. shit on your leg. And you, I think you still fucked her. So like, no, it's I like didn't. you've I really changed. <laughs> so I was like, oh my god, this girl is making a scene, and this and that. I said, All right, yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely, no problem. Let me just do what I got to do around the club, and uh, I'll come grab you, and we'll figure it out. She goes, All right. So I go outside, I go to my security guard, I'm like, listen, the bitch in there is crazy, I'm out of here, she's going to start <gasps> flipping out looking for me in a little oh bit. Oh my and god. You gotta bounce her, you gotta bounce her, he's like, I got it. So I went up through the other entrance, went and turned my phone off and went to sleep, and you know, the next morning I turned my phone on to a lot of like nasty messages, and then apparently... She wanted to, she really physically wanted to take down two of my security guards. <laughs> uh, well, Tommy, you just proved I my I whole point. A wise, I, I made a wise decision. You think that that's a wise decision? Yeah, what am I going to do? I don't want to bring that 
thing into my house. Yeah, but all you would have said it. All you had to do was tell her the truth and say, "Listen, I'm not into fucking you. I'm definitely not going to fuck you. I'm really sorry that you took the babysitter. You could have given her some cash. You you got money. Throw her two hundred bucks and be like, "This is for your babysitter money. I'm sorry, but I'm not into fucking you, and I'm going to leave now. And just if, give her the information. If you, if you consider." trying to be a gentleman a dickless wonder then then that would wait so you think being a gentleman is leaving and saying oh i'll be right back and then going and turning your phone off at a wedding this is what i was just i just explained how irritating and what a piece of garbage you are and you just proved my whole point like this is how you take care of things you just turn your phone off got into a fist fight with the bouncers good for her good for her let me tell you there's nothing more irritating for somebody that is that direct to have uh, Uh, somebody uh, like you who is so passive aggressive to do what you did to her it would make any woman that's that kind of personality fucking mental it's a long ride home in the suburban new jersey Please, I mean, oh you've got God. to be kidding me. That Do you think that that story makes you look good and her look like a crazy person? Like, I see you as the more crazy person in this scenario. I really do. Well, that's how I felt. All right. You see yourself as a gentleman. <laughs> 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 how, I mean, what it, What does that mean? Like, you were, were a gentleman because you didn't fuck her? Like, what does I that mean? Gen- I gently excused myself from the situation. <laughs> no, you lied. You said, I'll be back. <laughs> oh, my um, God. Tommy, you're still the same. Uh, I mean, okay, let's ask, let's, okay, since we're doing like a where okay. are they now, yeah. Okay, and then here's, an, here. this is the, the juicy nice one. So, uh, a friend, a, a friend of mine hooked me up with, um, with somebody. We went on a couple dates, nice girl, around the same age as I am. Um, we, you know, another one when she drank, she got a little kooky, you know what I mean? But it, in a good way. So we started hooking up, making out in my house, you know, and she started to like cry and be like, <laughs> oh, I, I gotta, oh, she goes, God. I got to go home. I got to go home. And like when the girl cried, I was like, all right, I stopped. I'm like, okay, what's wrong? What do you mean you stopped Nothing while you were fooling around? She was crying. No, we were fooling around and making out and grabbing me and this and that. And all of a sudden she got all like flustered. So I like, you know, I read her body language. I'm like, dude, what's up? And she's like, I got so much to do tomorrow and everything. And I, I was like, all right, all right, I'll. I'll so get she you did, wasn't crying. She wasn't crying. Not crying, but like all weird. I'll get your car home. Like just almost, yeah, very yeah. strange. So I go to grab my phone and whatever, and I come back into the kitchen, and she's naked. She took her whole dress off, and she's on my counter spread eagle oh, and i'm like <laughs> that's a i was good like one. oh i'm about to call she's like no 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 no. come here come here come here so we're making out and i'm like i went down on her she went down on me and then we're like on the like on my sofa and i'm banging her this way banging her that way and then she was getting very very wet like very hot and very wet and i'm like wow this is great and she pushes me off and looks me in the eye and she goes you want to see something cool? Like, almost like a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You want to see something I was like, I was like, yes. <laughs> so I laid over on my side on the chase line. She moved onto my couch. 
she put her legs up on my coffee table, started playing with herself, and squirted a stream over my coffee table. Oh my god, I knew you were going to say that. I'm so jealous. I was like, wow. You had never been with someone who squirted? I, I've been with someone who squirted and like it was all over me or you know what I mean? But I was never with someone that said Like hey, put on a show. This out. Yeah. yeah. Put on a show. <laughs> was it a turn on? I was like it was a turn on and then like whatever. I and she got on top of me and finished off and just to make sure I was gonna have a good night, obviously I popped the Cialis before the things went down. And um so I'm like, okay, I clean up and I come in and she's like, she starts freaking out again. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can't stay here. I, I can't stay here. I, I got too much stuff to do. And she wears my underwear and like freaking out. And like now she was like literally crying. And I'm like, holy like shit. Like really crying? Like, really crying. I'm like, are you okay? She's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Just get me a car. It's not you. I just have so much to do tomorrow. And I can't stay <laughs> oh, here. God. And I, I was like, okay, okay, okay. I go back into my bedroom. I grab my phone because I put it on the charger. And I came back in and boom, she did the same shit she did the last time. This time she's naked again. She under, she dressed and undressed and was laying back on my couch playing with herself. Yeah. And I'm like, holy, I'm a little fucking weird out. Yeah. You know, like, why is this girl every time? Like, she's all hot and she's a dirty talker too and I love it. You like this, and you know what I mean. Very aggressive, and it was it was hot. Now she's like all emotional at the end, so I'm a little fucked up. But like I said before, I took a sass. I'm rock hard. She walks in. She starts. I walk in. She starts crawling on the floor to me into like the kitchen area. Starts freaking giving me a blowjob and everything. I throw her over the counter, and just piper go at it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And everything done. I mean. And from her squirting and dripping, I mean, this, whatever it's called, is all over the apartment, okay? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, all right, well, all right, everything good? She, yeah, 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 yeah. So I, uh, I go into clean myself up, and she's getting dressed, and then she starts crying and panicking and looking for her shoes and her underwear, and I'm like, <laughs> what? Again? Fuck. <laughs> like, I, this is this is crazy. There's something wrong. And I'm like, all right, all right, all right. I'm like, I'm going to get you a car. Everything's cool. And she's like, okay, okay. And then she like gets all up in my face and then starts rubbing my cock again and like pulling her dress up. At this point, I'm like, fuck it. You're out of here. You know what I mean? Like, we've done this. I, You know, I banged you out a couple of times. I can't handle this cry. This I, it's freaking me out. You know right, I mean? and did the say Alice wear off? Like you were done. You didn't so need to get fucked anymore. I was like, <laughs> no, but like the emotional, like hot and cold. So I, I got the Uber. I fucking crazy. She's like, oh, why? I was like, no, you're going home. You want to go home? Like four times. Cars here. Let's go. I put her in the cab. I sent her off, and like, we're you know we're done. It was you know we're over. Then she calls me, texts me the next day, like, oh, my God, what a great dinner we had and everything. And um, uh, I had a good time. I hope I wasn't too 
drunky poo you know what i mean and i was like <laughs> and she gave me like the emoji of him like grinding his teeth mm-hmm. and i was like uh she you know what i mean she apparently was in complete like blackout mode oh right mm-hmm. and but we weren't like how do you know she told you she told you she didn't remember anything i don't really remember anything was there did i did i do anything crazy and i wanted to be like well you fucking fountain sprayed my whole apartment cried five times and did some like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but of course me i'm like no yeah everything was cool (laughs) yeah no problem you know so then I'm like, what the fuck with this, you know, girl? I was like, this is kind of hot, but whatever. And then, like, we texted back and forth, whatever. So we went out to dinner again. Mm-hmm. And she came and met me and, like, I don't know. Something was a little weird. She was like, she, it was like she had a couple of drinks, you know? And I was like, all right, let's go. And we went downtown to this one restaurant and we're sitting there at dinner and we got a bottle of wine and about halfway into it she's like so what's the deal here and i'm like i don't know what's the deal and we've known each other on and off for a while as just as friends kind of oh okay you know, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and she's like i like you you like me i'm fucking 38 39 years old i want to have kids i need this like i'm just like what the fuck lady like that's a girl who should not your... drink on dates i mean that's and a girl that should not she was drink. like a, a beast and i was like all right whatever paid the check went across the street down to meatpacking to a friend of mine who's having a party at this one bar we were we went to the bar we sat at the bar it wasn't that many people bartender knew me because through you know uh my brother's places he had worked for him and great guy he was being super cool and he was being nice to us. There was some girl standing in the distance, like the hostess or whatever. And go on. Um, she goes. She goes. Um, the the crazy chick goes. That girl right there. I know you're fucking her. I know you're fucking her. Why don't you just go fuck her right now? And I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? I was like, Listen, we're done here. I'm like, You're not gonna embarrass me. We're fucking done here. I was like, I'll get you the car, you know, nice guy, got her the car home. And while I'm like paying the bill, I said to the guy, I said, listen, just keep my drink right here. I'm just going to take her to the car. She's going home. He goes, all right. And he smiled at her and he goes, oh, have a good night like that. And she goes, why are you fucking smiling at me? What do you think? So fucking funny. Like went ballistic inside this like lounge. (laughs) I, like, dragged her out of the place, <laughs> and we're outside. It's, like, zero degrees. Mm-hmm. I'm in a freaking T-shirt because I didn't even pick up my jacket. I just wanted her to gone. And she's like, why? What's wrong? What happened? You know? <laughs> I was like, listen, don't ever call me again. Don't whatever, whatever, whatever. Done. Went back. They freaking bought me drinks or whatever. I went home. I saw my friend who hooked us up, and I was like, dude, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, I think she might have a problem. I'm like, you think? I was like, listen, what happened? This is like her gay friend. And he's like, yeah, I think she's on some medication that she's not supposed to drink alcohol with. I was like, do you understand what happened to me? A week ago, she squirted all over my apartment. This week, she's screaming at me that she needs kids and be married and started accusing me of sleeping with people inside of a random bar. It was insane. 
So, I've kind of taken a backseat to dating while chick cools off a little bit. Oh, that was your most recent experience? One of my most recent experiences, yeah. Okay, but like, I don't think that most girls are like those girls. I really don't. You might just have a, a sniffer for like the crazies. Like, you might just be attracting like insane girls your way. You just might be one of those. Because I don't know. I mean, there's probably so many girls out there that you could take on a date that are not going to be this extreme. And like, because there they- is. So, this is my problem with that. Like, where on what platform and like where what forum do you meet so, you know what i mean so like when i was online dating and everything i was very specific like you know this is who i am i'm a professional career i want to meet somebody career oriented whatever and then my age parameter is 34 to like late 40s mm-hmm. i don't want to meet anybody in their 20s no, I always I was. That was like the most interesting thing to always look at if a guy was hitting on me online to see his age range. The age range was always yeah. so telling. I don't, I, I'm not, you know what I mean? So you have a good age range. Young, but what, is, hot, but young, what hot, wait, let me young. ask you this, please. Uh, uh, yeah. Let me ask some questions, okay? What are you actually really for real looking for right now in your life? My, my perfect situation? Yeah. Okay, my perfect situation is... Um, someone around my age, maybe a little older, maybe a couple of years younger, but around my age, all right, that is very career oriented in their own career, whether they're an executive working finance or real estate or something, um, that, you know, doesn't have a lot of time. Like I don't have a lot of time, but we could spend one or two days a week together, meaning like a dinner and like an overnight, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where I'm so busy, you're so busy, but we both want to, we like each other and we mutually want to fuck and we enjoy each other's company to do a dinner here and there. And they are well-established as am I well-established, you know what I mean? And then when, time to go on vacation we can go away together I'm but wait, no to but are you looking no, 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 but to get married are you no. looking to fall in love are you looking for a real relationship or are you looking for a fuck buddy like what are you looking for that's what well, i mean listen listen i i'm like anybody i would love to fall in love and you never know when that happens i would love to get that feeling of holy shit i can't be without this person you know what i mean that like that mm-hmm. almost bubbly, googie feeling. I would love to get that, but I don't know. Uh, that just happens. You know what I mean? So anybody who says, oh, I don't want to fall. Listen, if it happens and lightning hits me in the fucking head and I fall in love, I'm all for it. But the realest part of me says I'm looking for this type of situation, you know? Well, right, but that's the problem, I believe. But, I- I really the, think when you're really is, clear, like if you, I really believe that if you were really like at the place in your life where you were so sick of, because like you go on 10 more dates and you attract girls like this that you've been attracting, yeah, but, you're going to be so fucking sick of it. Yeah. When you say, I want to fall in love and you fall in love and you meet somebody, I feel if you have this fall in love mindset that you force those types of feelings to happen, that it's really not the real thing. And it 
Well, that's not going to happen if you're desperate. But if like you just really, I don't think there's like, there's plenty of people that want are ready for an emotional relationship with someone. And it's not coming from being desperate. It's coming from that's just what they want. And there's nothing, there's something great about that. And I think if that's really what you want, you will meet somebody that's on the same page. I think the problem comes, and I had this problem all my life because I was always putting out mixed messages. I was always like, yeah, I'd have a boyfriend. But like, if I don't have a boyfriend, like I would really be into like a booty call and I would be open to somebody that like I just see on the weekends as you know and so you're putting out very mixed messages so you're getting very confused people your way and so it's just like like attracts like i just came out of seeing phantom thread which is like the really good movie and it really all comes down to like that what i always say like attracts like right and so what you're putting out or where you're at in your head is like what you're going to attract to you so yeah maybe these girls seem fucking nuts but on some level you don't you're not looking for what you're looking for is like a unicorn first of all a woman that's going to be able to keep like a distance and see you two times a week forever because she's so busy with her work like yeah that's a call a fucking robot because once a woman starts liking a man she's going to see him more okay and like they're just going to fall in love with the man she's going to not just want to see him one day a week like it's yeah, but like, you listen you asked me what my unicorn situation is no but i'm asking that you what you want unicorn situation no i said that's what are you looking my... for right now you said my perfect situation you're the one that brought that up yeah, that's my unicorn situation okay that's but that's but, situation. okay but it doesn't really exist and that's why you're, you're probably okay. we could talk two years from now and you're probably not going to have that exact situation though i would hope that maybe i think what i've always known about you is that you're like a relationship guy i've seen you fall in love and fee- and meet girls and this is why i call people dickless divorcees and i've seen a lot of my guy friends go through these transitions yeah, i saw them when they were younger and they comment. were normal stop listen no i'm gonna make a comment okay i'm just saying i knew you before you were married and all the stuff that you went through and when you were way younger and i know you now okay and when you were younger okay before all the stuff that happened to you and you weren't like defensive and probably closed off because you've been fucking shafted so hard okay you were always you liked relationships you never really liked to be alone you weren't that guy you were like a relationship guy though you always cheated a lot you had you would always every now and then like a year wouldn't go by you'd meet a girl that you really liked and you'd date her for a while it wasn't like a couple months like you had a lot of girlfriends that's how what i knew you about right but then what happened was and you always liked a certain kind of girl and that's what you dated and what happened was you wound up marrying somebody that like was very not your type like to me it wasn't like what you normally what I would have thought for you, right? And it wasn't good. It wasn't good before you married her. It wasn't good while you married her. And it wasn't good when you got divorced. And maybe, hopefully, it's good now and you could co-parent because you do have a baby with her and that's all good but you're beyond that and like so it's like to me the change is because you've been fucking shafted and you're probably closed off a little bit and i would hope that you would go back to being the way that you were before whereas you could believe that you could meet somebody that you love and and be in a relationship with them kathy over over time that could happen but when you call people dickless divorcees you know (laughs) I, I don't think that's I'm not fair around because, you. Okay. Yeah. All right, but listen, listen. I don't think that's fair because you know, um, you know, there was a lot of emotional hurt and there was a lot of energy and a lot of shit that went on, and just to be like, okay, I'm back in it or back to normal. Who knows how long that takes? Of course, that's will my whole ever, point about divorces. Will, will, will it ever happen? But it's 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 hard, you know. Right. I mean, of like, course. Listen, 
if you're some philandering fucking guy living all these hooking up with all these women and whatever and you get divorced because you were a scumbag well you know what they're not a dickless divorcee because they were never really married in their mind ever you know but also the way no no i find that the dickless divorcees mostly because are men who were with women that treated them like shit and so, or like they like it's like but there's a lot of guys because well, what happens is and I'm even actually, guys that I'm treated the woman like shit okay what happens is the woman eventually like can't stand a guy and i can't explain it but the guys that come out of divorces a lot of times are like their dicks were chopped off and I, that's why i call them dickless divorces i don't think that they're bad people i think that you need help and you need to work on that so that you could go back out there and be like who you were before or at least yeah. you know instead of deciding to be the person now with all that baggage and think that like you know you're going to find the unicorn situation with being like sort of half checked out because you're bitter because of what happened to you you know it's a lot of baggage I'm not you have bitter. Yeah, but okay. I'm not bitter about what happened but you know your body sometimes is doing something that you're not doing you're not knowing about you know what i mean like it's almost like a defense mechanism that it doesn't let you get involved yeah of course it's like a subconscious thing i talk about that all the time i can sit here and say i'm open and i want to do this and i'm all into this and i'm putting myself out there but my body may have not have healed itself yeah and you know Mm -hmm. that's what i believe yeah, yes, me too, but that doesn't mean I, that that's a permanent state. We're we're going to have to, you know, if you would invite me back, which I, I hope you wish you do, because mm-hmm. um, once I'm on, I make your fucking ratings go up because everybody loves me. Mm-hmm. But, um, um, yeah, I have had a lot of stories. I mean, yes, the, the giant girl and the squirter, but there's been... There's been a lot of, what would you say, follies of uh, relationship shit going on with me in the past, you know, two years that we would be on the phone a long time. But none of them go anywhere. It's great, but it it doesn't go anywhere. But it is pretty fucking funny. (laughs) Like, I hear a quick one. And it's not really sexual, but uh, I was like, went on a couple dates with a girl who was an actress, a Broadway actress. Mm -hmm. And when she had a couple of drinks... She would like flip into roll. <laughs> oh my god! There's nothing worse than Broadway music for me. I would go mental. Oh, she'd be like zolling. I'd be like, "Do you ever fucking do that again in a restaurant?" It's like I you're dating god, a gay guy. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, that's not that interesting. But yeah, I mean, like, because this is what I really believe. So, like, now maybe you're not ready for like a hardcore relationship, right? You just want this like thing that you have. Well, my like, a body, guy my body has to heal. Yes, I would. Right now, at this time and point in my life today, mm-hmm. um, I want uh, a convenience thing. You know what I mean? Until, right. Well, you might, but my, this is the thing. Then, my so my body you... will let me know. My body will let me know. My heart will let me know. My when you're ready, right? Mm-hmm. When I'm ready. Okay. I'm not gonna fucking when you force it, it never works. I'm not telling you to force it, but uh, you still go to therapy. Um, not so much right now because I found out that I found that my therapist is like was more entertained in my drama than about helping me. You know oh god, I mean? we right. Mm-hmm. You should go to my old therapist. Yeah. I could give you her information. She was fucking hardcore good, like major good, but very expensive. But you I, could I'm afford okay, her. Yeah, but I don't. 
I don't need, you know what I mean? It's like getting a mental massage. My shit's all right right now. I don't need okay. it like disrupted. Right, right. I hear you. You're just in, you're not in that mode anymore. Like you're back to like just living your life and like moving forward. And that's cool, yeah. you know? And I think that that's fine. I think that you've always been attracted to crazy women. I mean, like you always like, I mean, cause you knew me like right around the time I met you right around the time I quit drinking. Like literally, like you knew me right before I like you knew me right before I quit drinking and then you knew me after, right? But you, and you were always way more attracted to the fucking train wreck drunker that I was when I was drinking than when I sobered up. Like you were always like, where's that other Kathy with the bleach blonde hair and the drinks and the, you know, because you just love crazy girls, you know, like that's just like a thing that you've always kind of liked, right? And then you married one that was fucking crazy Listen, and you dealt with it. 20... Two or twenty-three. Okay, or but it's not like the girls you're going out with aren't crazy. Still, they're fucking nuts. But they're just older, Listen, so it's worse. I'm not going to say all. I'm not going to say all girls are crazy. All everybody's crazy. Everybody has their. Yes, you know, but your girl, the crazy, the girl that's drink, crying you know I mean? and squirting all over your apartment. I mean, that's a whole different level of crazy. <laughs> See, I think oh you kind of like that. I had to like. I had to like Clorox the place. <laughs> Has she tried oh, to contact man. you? Uh, the next day of all fucking things. Oh, I didn't even finish. When she left, she had like insisted on paying for the first round or whatever. Mm-hmm. She left her credit card at that bar. Mm-hmm. So she called me the next day and needed to come pick it up and all that. So like I had to face her again. And she was like crying and apologizing profusely. And I said, I said, Vera, I was like, listen, you're a nice girl. I just, this isn't for me. And uh, I really think you need help. Like you either are mixing prescription drugs and alcohol or you just can't handle alcohol. And you really, I just hope you get the help you fucking need, you know? Yeah, I don't get it. I know a lot of people that take those kind of pills, you know, for like their head, you know, that kind of shit. And then they drink. And it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't think you're supposed to drink it. But but nobody listens to that. Not at all. I know. Not fucking all. No, you can't. And then they turn nutso. And then it's just like, why would you do that? It's like a really bad thing. But people don't listen to rules and regulations. I love them now that I'm older. Um, but yeah, she obviously is a person that shouldn't drink, especially if she's on that medication. You know, I think you should have stuck with this Amazon girl. She would have fucked you two times a week. She had a whole, like she said, she had a life. Like she got a babysitter. She wasn't going to be wanting to see you all the time. She would have been easy. What was it about her that you didn't want? Why didn't you want to fuck her? What was it about her that wasn't good? I just wasn't turned on. Physically? Yeah. I mean, the crying you turn on by, but like, was it by this girl, the crying oh, the girl? the girl was fucking smoking hot. She was smoking hot, okay. And the the Amazon girl wasn't so hot? No, dude. No. She was like a fucking avatar. Okay, well, next time you meet like a crazy girl that has these, like, if, like, just, so what? If the, all you're looking for is somebody to see, like, you know, twice a week or, you know, once in a blue moon. You know, and then maybe they'll give you some entertainment with their crazy shit, right? And they'll chase after you because they're nuts. Um, and, you know, that's probably like the, the what what you got. That's what you're going to wind up with for right now. Yeah. yeah, you love it. Let's see. But I have to run. I have to head into work. No, I Thank think this was good. Your podcast. 
Yeah, I don't even know what I would describe this show. I don't even know what this fucking podcast was about. It was more like for people that know you. And that so if anybody wants to listen to, because people can't find old episodes, right? They're not like on, they're not on iTunes anymore. They only air the last hundred. But if you want to find my old episodes, because I've been doing this podcast for a year, for four years, right? And if you want to find any of my older episodes, you just go to Libsyn.com and Google Strictly Anonymous there. And there you could get all of my 200 and something episodes and if you want to hear the ones with me and Tommy we also have ones where me and Tommy talk about our situation when we were booty calling each other we talk about what went down we talk about your divorce and the specifics of that like you were on a couple times too as well separately so if you want to listen to those podcasts you could find them on libsyn.com uh, so this was like for my listeners that knew you before this is also good for Dick, other dickless divorcees to listen to and just I don't know whatever I don't know if there's a point to this podcast, but thanks for calling in. <laughs> All right. I'll see you Talk in five years when my son's graduating college. Maybe you come meet him. Absolutely. All right. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.